This is your woo-woo best friend, a show about attainable transformation. Hey, it's Andy. Welcome back to your woo-woo best friend. I hope you're having a really great summer so far. It was my birthday weekend this past weekend. It is Leo season. And if you know a Leo, you know Leos love to celebrate. I have been in Nashville for the weekend. I got to go to the IndyCar race something you may not know about me. I'm super into motorsports. There's an Ernest Hemingway quote in which he says the only real sports are mountaineering, motorsports, and bullfighting. Okay, I'm not going to ever be one to condone bullfighting, but I do love watching the stories of mountaineers, and I absolutely love motorsports. So I feel like hey, maybe Hemingway and I have something in common there. We also love cats. So there's another thing. Okay, so let's get into the episode. I have been sharing this series with you, the Unschool series, as we launched the Unschool Intuitive Biz Academy inside of WeWe Studio. I am so thrilled to see so many of you already taking advantage of the course curriculum. We have two main programs within the Intuitive Biz Academy. We have the Unschool How to Start. It's all about starting your business, starting a brand, monetizing a passion project, helping you to sell your art, whatever it may be for you. It is fully intended to help you get it out of the door in a mindful, graceful, conscious, and caring way. And then we also have Manifestation Blueprint, which is one of our signature courses. We included it in the bundle. I truly believe that we need both of those sides of us when we're creating something like a brand or a business. We need that manifestation mindset. We have to truly believe that we have what it takes to do the thing, that when times get really tough, because inevitably they do when we're selling our art or creating a product or a service or an experience. We have to believe in ourselves even in the roughest, lowest moments. So I believe that's really important. And then I also believe that we have to have practical strategy and working game plans, templates, how-tos in order to do this efficiently, to do it quickly. So that's what this program is all about. Today, I want to talk a little bit further about analysis paralysis. Have you heard of it? Have you felt it? It's the reason why so many people don't start. Sometimes we wonder, how did one person create all of this from scratch when we see someone who has a gallery or a beauty brand or a yoga studio or whatever it may be. We look at it and we go, how in the world did they get this off the ground all by themselves? And the spoiler of it is often they have behind the scenes help that we don't know about. They've definitely figured out the tools that they've needed to stay in the game as they build. And sometimes that's text tools financial tools, funnels, which we've talked about on this show before. A funnel, by the way, is literally just a series of actions and a sales process. So when you hear someone say, you know, here's how you do the funnel, they're really just talking about emails or social media or whatever it may be and how they put it all together in order to make it flow in a way that brings people into the fold of the business or the brand or the project. When we figure that stuff out, whether we're doing it ourselves or whether we're outsourcing it, we can stay in our creative genius in a much easier way. And that's when the real magic starts to happen. 
There's this quote from George Saunders, the writer, the very famous writer, and the quote is this, who cares if the first draft is good? It doesn't need to be good. It just needs to be so you can revise it. You don't need an idea to start a story. You just need a sentence. And I noticed that so much. It's such good advice. I was having a conversation with a great friend recently, and she's brilliant. She has a million dollar business already, and that's growing. And she's really proud of what she's created. And she has this plan to start this next evolution of her business. And it's a much more personal feeling approach to business. She wants to do something to support and empower women who are interested in pursuing a life like she's been able to create for herself. And the challenge she's having is getting stuck in the idea. So back to that quote, we don't have to necessarily have the idea to start a story. We just need a sentence. So her sentence is, I empower women, or I am living a beautiful life, and I want to share my how, how she's done that. She doesn't have to have the whole plan of if this is going to be retreats or a course or workshops or a series of workshops that will come. It's really about just getting that sentence started. I have been sharing with you all here that I've been using AI to help me with some of my research as I prepare to launch Casa Noon. I am definitely not just using it for content plans. I am using it to help me get those sentences started. I'm really interested in understanding what other female founders have done before me. And one of the things we're going to talk about today in this unschool episode is cultivating values. It's so incredibly important in building a brand, but also just in your life to be very clear on what your values are. So I've been super interested in understanding what other female founders values were when they were starting their business. Typically, you can find value statements somewhere in a company's website or in some sort of documents that have been published somewhere. I'm going to share a couple of brands with you and what their values are. But I think what's really critical first is to get clear on your values. Launching my brand has been a mental, a financial, a creative, and a spiritual challenge. I've had setbacks. I've had big wins. And it feels really life-giving for me to set out to build something that is uniquely my own. And I am reminding myself on the daily, just start the sentence, just start the sentence and then go get the help that you need along the way. And I am funding this myself, by the way. I have not gone out and looked for investment money at this point. I likely will at some point. And a big part of the reason I'm sharing this whole process with you on this show is I absolutely love helping others do this same thing, especially in ways that you may not have considered before. It's totally why I also created the Unschool in the midst of building my brand. It feels a little wild to also be putting out something like this digital program. But as I'm doing this, I want to share everything that's working for me It is a new approach to starting and scaling a brand and a business. And I think about my life in the last couple of years and what I've been able to create and cultivate and what I've been able to be a part of. And I want you to have 
every resource and every tool that I have too. Imagine what it could be like and what you could achieve if you had all the tools that you've been missing to bring your dream business into reality. Okay, so let's get into this conversation about cultivating values. We're going to start with our personal values. It will be helpful to set aside some time for self-reflection to do this. Get out of your day-to-day, perhaps go take a walk, sit down with your journal, pour yourself a nice warm cup of tea, whatever feels good to you. Go sit in the grass. Just get out of the day-to-day so that you can really bring these values into focus. Confidence is a natural byproduct of living in alignment with your highest values. So if you are working on monetizing something, whether it be your art or a product or a service or an experience, when you are aligned to your highest authentic values, you're going to feel way more ready to face the world and sell this thing if you're living in alignment to those values. The trick to authentic confidence is focusing on the goals that naturally inspire you. So I'm going to give you some prompts and you can just roll this around in your mind as you're listening. And then the intention is this will help you to narrow your focus and arrive at a list of your personal values. So we're going to start there. So here's a couple of questions. What are four things that energize you the most? So think about what those things might be. Maybe it's being creative. Maybe it's traveling. Maybe it's being in inspiring conversations, going to art museums, um, being involved in sustainability initiatives. Just think about anything that energizes you the most. And in each of these questions, I'm going to ask you to name four things. Maybe it's two things. Maybe it's three things that you can come up with. But if you can get to four that's that would be perfect. Okay. So first, four things that energize you the most. And then second, what are four things that you authentically want to get with money? So you got money. What are you going to spend it on? What are you going to spend it on? Are you going to go to the spa? Are you going to take a big trip? Are you going to go out for a great meal? Are you going to give that money back to family? Are you going to pay for your child's college? Do you have a charity that you love? Are you going to start some sort of cool organization? Are you going to renovate your house? Think about all the things that you authentically want to get with money. Next is, what are four things that you daydream about the most? I just have been doing some of this work because it's been my birthday. I love answering these types of questions when it is my birthday. So I like to think about what am I daydreaming about now and for the year ahead. And oftentimes the things that I'm daydreaming about for the year ahead come into fruition sometime that year. So dream big. What are you daydreaming about? Is it trips? Is it a great pair of shoes? Is it a conversation with someone amazing that inspires you so much? Is it a nice swim on the beach? at the beach in the mornings. It can be anything. So you choose your four things that you daydream about right now. And then this is a really fun one. What are four things that you like to learn about and talk about the most? So you go to a cocktail party. What's your perfect cocktail party conversation? Or if you're at home and you've got some time, what are you Googling? What TikToks are you watching? What are you really interested in 
that has nothing necessarily to do with anything else in your life that's just for you. Okay, so now after you answer these questions, start to think about the four elements that showed up the most across these questions. So start to deduce what you've said here and notice what the core essence beneath all of this is. What's so important about cultivating personal values, especially if you're going to create a brand or a business, is these are the things that are going to keep you focused, the vision incredibly clear as you begin to grow, grow personally, and then also grow in your brand or business as you begin to monetize. There's a story right now, I'm sure you've heard about this, that um, the brand Aesop, which I feel like everyone loves, they've just sold to L'Oreal for $2.7 billion. This brand has been around since the 80s, by the way. This is not a new brand. They were out of Melbourne, Australia. It was a hair salon that was blending essential oils into hair products. And the founder of the brand, Aesop, actually sold in, I think it was like the mid-2000s for something like $80 million, sold a part of the brand. And then the brand, of course, just sold to L'Oreal for $2.7 billion. The founder was asked about company values and why those are important and why it's also important as a brand grows to keep the company founder at the core of everything that the business is doing. And he said, the knowledge that a founder will have about the values of that brand is just irreplaceable. And when you get the balance right between the creative and the commercial, that's incredibly valuable too. However, you have to stay aligned to the brand's values to begin with in order to really, really expand in a way in which people don't then get turned off because it feels like there's been some sort of sellout. So go back again to that list of answers that you contemplated a few moments ago and just notice what's coming up for you in the personal values, core essence realm. So is it community? Is it impact? Is it creativity? Is it well-being? Is it balance? Is it adaptability, simplicity? And then if you're starting a brand or a business or working to sell or monetize your art or an experience, then think about what values do you want your brand or your business or your experience or even your art to have as well. And maybe that's collaboration or growth or inspiration or connection or sustainability or innovation. One of the brand values for Casa Noon is minimalism. There's also a, a brand value of little luxuries. And for me, little luxuries is very much a brand value. I don't have to have things like a private jet. I just love little luxuries like really lovely linens on my bed, a delicious tea that's of like the highest quality tea leaves. That's the little luxuries that I really love. And I wanted to infuse that into the brand. Well-being, very much a value for me. Travel, also a value for me. Connection to nature. So all of that is really important as I'm creating the brand values for Casa Noon. I love this quote from Anais Nin. She said in her journal of love, one of her diaries, I want money, perfume, luxury, travel, liberty. I need to create constantly or enjoy myself intensely. 
She's a woman who knows her values. And I also want to share that quote with you because I want to remind you, it's okay for your brand values or your personal values to be little luxuries, to be perfume or travel or liberty, one of the most beautiful luxuries any of us can have. I want to share a couple of other companies' brand values with you just as something to reflect on. Adidas, brand values, performance, passion, integrity, diversity. Ben and Jerry's, human rights, dignity, social and economic justice, justice, environmental protection, restoration, and regeneration. What's interesting for both of these, okay, so Adidas is a sportswear brand, Ben and Jerry's is an ice cream brand, yet you can see how their values show up in everything that they do around, in Adidas's case, building a sportswear brand and a shoe brand, and for Ben and Jerry's, building an ice cream brand. Patagonia, another one. Patagonia is a brand that also gets a lot of attention for how much of a give back sustainability minded brand they are. They have some value statements that are very similar to the Ben and Jerry's value statements, more in alignment with the environmental side. So their brand values being unconventional, using business to protect nature, and causing no harm. So as you cultivate your personal values and your brand values, some other things to consider is to help you to further align these values is thinking about how they manifest in your life, thinking about what activities that you're doing that support your values, what activities that you would like to be doing that support your values that maybe require some more skill, time, or money. Just put those on your list of things that you're working towards. And are there any unaligned activities that you're engaging in that you're releasing? For example, if your brand value is well-being and you don't have some sort of plan for balance in your life and wellness as a general focus in your life, it's really hard to live a life driven through the value of well-being. If you have an environmental sustainability value and you're not living that way, you're going to be feeling completely unaligned because in fact you are. So finally, as you get really clear on your brand values, here's a couple of other points I just want to leave you with to wrap this episode up. Make those values actionable. These are not just pretty words on a piece of paper or on your website. So you can say diversity or innovation or integrity, but the more you can get actionable, so even adding verbs like respect or how you're going to strive towards something or how you're recognizing something, I really love what Patagonia says because there is some action here. We're using business to protect nature as an example. Make your values memorable. So kind of that laundry list of like, here's all the things, the 10 things, that feels lengthy. It's hard to remember. It doesn't stay top of mind. So I'm encouraging you to pick four, four things that you can really stand by. This is also something that then can become memorable for other people should you start to expand and grow or have these personal values become something that you then infuse into your business. Make them unique to you. You're unique. Your core values should reflect what makes you uniquely special. And in the case of building a brand or a business, what makes your brand's DNA really special as well. Get specific and make them meaningful. Words only have power when they are authentic. So don't just choose things that sound good because they 
feel like they're, you know, type of top of mind for people or really trendy words. I am really personally noticing that the fluff words that go on on the internet right now, even that word alignment, which I've used quite a few times on this episode, I get a little nervous about using that word because it's like, we hear it so much. So having a brand value of alignment becomes really hard to describe what do we really mean because it's said so much or authenticity, for example. I'm not saying you can't use those words, but perhaps pull out a thesaurus if that's the words that are coming to you and see if that's helpful to you to get a little bit more dialed in and meaningful to you. And then make them accessible once you've created your values, especially if you're using your values in business, put them places where you can see them, where your partner can see them. If you have a team you're building where your team can see them, if you have customers, put them on your about page on your website, all of that is going to be super helpful to not only hold yourself accountable to living those values, but to enroll the people around you into those values as well. If you've loved this conversation today and want to go much deeper into this type of work, if you are building a brand, a business, a service, a product, an experience, the Unschool is very much for you. It is a course bundle with everything you need to manifest and build your intuitive business. It's available now. It's $249 across two payments. And then you have access to absolutely everything inside of the Unschool How to Start and Manifestation Blueprint, which makes up our Intuitive Biz Academy. I will leave the link for you in the show notes. I'll be back with another Unschool episode next week. If this has been helpful to you, let's hear about it on social. Send me a DM at your woo-woo BFF or definitely share in stories and tag us. We'd love to see you. And let, let me know what your values are, what's resonating for you as you think through this and what values came up for you. If there is one person in your life that this could be helpful for, perhaps they're building a business or a product or a service, send them this episode. It could be helpful as they are creating their business. And we'd love to have them as a listener as well. And then lastly, if you have not yet left us a podcast review, you can drop down onto the app that you're listening to this show on and leave us five stars if you feel like that's what we're worthy of. It means the world to us when we see your reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you might be listening to the show. With that, thanks so much for being here and I'll see you again next week. Next week.